The Baptist Catechism, Section 8, Ruin, Vast as the Sea. Question 19. Did all mankind fall in Adam's first transgression? Answer, the covenant being made with Adam, not only for himself, but for his posterity, all mankind descending from him by ordinary generation sinned in him and fell with him in his first transgression. Question 20. Into what estate did the fall bring mankind? Answer, the fall brought mankind into an estate of sin and misery. Question 21. Wherein consists the sinfulness of that estate whereinto man fell? Answer, the sinfulness of that estate whereinto man fell consists in the guilt of Adam's first sin, the want of original righteousness and the corruption of his whole nature, which is commonly called original sin, together with all actual transgressions which proceed from it. Question 22. What is the misery of that estate whereinto man fell? Answer, all mankind by their fall lost communion with God, are under his wrath and curse, and so made liable to all miseries in this life, to death itself, and to the pains of hell forever. Staring at the devastation around him, the writer of Lamentations says, What can I liken to you that I may comfort you, O virgin daughter of Zion? For your ruin is vast as the sea. Who can heal you? Jerusalem, the city once filled with life and beauty, now sits alone in the ashes of its destruction. The place where God's glory once dwelt now lies in shambles. The walls are torn down. The temple is razed to the ground. God's people are exiled from the promised land. Why has all this devastation come upon the people of the Lord? It is because they sinned grievously. They abandoned the Lord their God. They rebelled against his word. Suffering because of their own transgressions, Jerusalem weeps bitterly in the darkness. Immense as the ocean is the crushing ruin of God's people. The fall of Jerusalem serves as an illustration of a much greater downfall, the fall of mankind. When God made the first man, he placed Adam in a sacred garden, a place where God's glory shone around him. God entered into a covenant with Adam, promising life to him and the entire human family if he obeyed God's word. When Adam was tempted to disobey God's commandment by the serpent, he took no thought of his and our future. The man ate the fruit and sinned greatly against his maker. Through the one man's disobedience, the whole human family was made sinners and condemned as guilty. Adam's downfall was our downfall, yours and mine. And as we stare at the devastation around us, we can see the consequences of his sin all around us and in us. We share Adam's guilt. Our hearts no longer are inclined towards righteousness. Rather, our whole self is corrupted with the disease of sin. We are like diseased trees that bear bad fruit in our thoughts, words, and actions. Because of our sinful state, we experience all the miseries of this life. Separation from our Creator, living under His wrath and curse, subject to all the sorrows, sadness, and griefs of this life, ultimately culminating in death, both physical and eternal. Like Jerusalem, our ruin is vast as the sea. Who can heal us? If we search the heavens, there is no one to heal us. If we scan the earth, no help is to be found. If we look under the earth, we find none who is able to rescue us. None of the natural sons of Adam can rescue themselves or anyone else. All are condemned under sin. No creature in the whole universe can be found to save us. From his heavenly throne, God saw this and decided to save us in his power. Though our ruin is vast as the sea, his power to heal us is greater. Jesus Christ is our comfort and our healing. In his life, death, and resurrection, our sin and misery are swallowed up forever. And the life that we forfeited in Adam is recovered for us in Christ.